Welcome to KYTL. Um, I'm Roger. I'm Sophia. And we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ava. And where are you from? I am from Survivor Michigan State. I am an executive Ooh. producer and I played season two. I know the rivalry already happening. It's That's okay. what we thought. We're so happy to have you, Ava. Yes. Yay, so excited. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but we have a um, fun episode to talk about. So we st- we start we start off with kind of the fallout of the last episode where Anne was voted out and Stephanie because it was a double tribal, and we kind of get the perspectives of like both tribals. Yeah, um, I was actually I was actually kind of shocked to see um, how hard Katie took the vote um because it seemed like a pretty straightforward decision like by everyone it was like oh yeah we're voting Anne. Mm-hmm. like she tried to make this all girls alliance um but i i think that'll definitely play into katie moving forward because she clearly is like a very emotional player and is attached to the people she works with so it was um it was interesting to see her reaction to that and it was interesting to see that like she was trying to protect Ellie for that tribal and like it did end up working and because it goes to Ellie's perspective and Ellie was like yeah like me and Katie are both kind of like similar in the sense that like we're both like introduced to everyone else later or whatever because of um Ellie being in Chicago and Katie being in her dance show which I don't think it's that comparable because clearly Katie is well integrated and Ellie's like not but the fact that Ellie like believed that is really good for Katie because that means Katie has Ellie. Yeah, for sure. Like Katie is, I feel like setting herself up other than like the whole debacle we'll get into later with Ian, but like is setting herself up well because all these people like want to work with her. Mm -hmm. Like it's so much to the point where like any person she voted out probably was wanted to work with her. So like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, they also sort of talked about like T-Rex getting flamed at Tribal Council. Um, they were like, wow, I didn't think we were going to do that, but we did it. And I was like, George was talking something about it. I was like, thanks, George. That's just some really good insight. I kind of like it because like I hate when there's like something that's so obvious that people just refuse to like acknowledge. And at least they're like, yeah, T-Rex is going if he doesn't win immunity. Like they are straight to the point and like, we didn't really get much from T-Rex this episode, like, at all. But, like, I think, like, I'm curious how he feels about this. Does he even know about this, or did nobody tell him? Like, where did he go? That's my question. Like, they were like, oh, he couldn't, like, he just decided he, like, wasn't gonna, like, attend. He just, like, vanished. Hey, but T-Rex is a busy man. Survivor is not his top priority. <laughs> he went He's a man of adventure. <laughs> yeah, he, he went on an adventure, probably. So silly. And then um, the last thing we sort of got from the fallout of Tribal was Nathan almost like embracing this like villainous like character. Mm-hmm. I was um, gonna say the first like three episodes, like Mason was like, he wasn't like a hero by any means, but he was definitely a more like analytical person, but not coming from a super villainous perspective. In this episode, he was just like hammer into the wall. Yeah, going out with a bang, some may say. <laughs> Such a silly man. I don't know. I feel like he like he like had a 180 and then obviously just like away he went. Yeah. I mean like it 
I, it, it makes sense. Like, I think if you watch the first three episodes and then you see this episode, it's not like an instant switch, but it is like definitely, it feels a little different, but I think it's just like Mason was ready to play and he was like, okay, like we, we got through the easy part. Now we can turn it on. And unfortunately he didn't really get to turn it on, but we will get to that when it comes. Yeah. And then we got some Sokka of, um, Noah started talking about how now um, that Abby and Stephanie are both gone, like the dynamic of Sokka truly has changed. And <clears throat> that two, those two working as a unit gave like a certain vibe to the tribe. And it was pretty obvious. Um, but I like part of me, even though I knew the swap was coming, I was kind of like, I wonder how Sokka would have functioned without Abby and Stephanie, like as a full tribe. But we didn't really get to see that because mm. it was indeed the swap. Yeah, I mean, Noah kind of says that um, Luke and Emily are probably on the bottom, which would leave whoever else is left on the top. And I don't really see that moving. I think the only person that, like, maybe could be on the bottom is Lindsay. But clearly that, like, group of Tejas and Grace and Noah – and Ian all see Lindsay as like an extra vote that's just not gonna betray them and tells them everything. So why would you get rid of that? So I think Emily and Luke were in a tough spot and the swap like saved them, at least in the sense of like, they got a new tribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still don't know. I feel like Emily is like kind of still not really le like leveling no. up to her potential, especially in like the first three episodes. I'm like, where's Emily? Like. <laughs> anybody know <laughs> but i like it's, her like she seems so sweet it's so tough when you don't talk to anyone like the first week it's so difficult to like get your bearings and i think she did try after like week two and week three we see that like constantly she keeps trying to be like hey like i don't have any close allies if you work with me you have me and I don't think it's working i think people should be taking up on this opportunity but like they already have Lindsay, and People, I think the entire alliance has Lindsay, whereas, like, it'd be good for one person to grab Emily. But I don't think anyone was really trying to do that. Maybe Noah, but, like, er, like really not. Yeah, there's no real effort into that. No. And they know she's an easy vote, and they have a good reason to get rid of her. But Swappy swap time. Swap. Yep. So just to recap for the swap, because I know there's a lot of people on the new Obsidian tribe, we have Luke Emily from Old Sokka and T-Rex, George, and Jack from Obs Old Obsidian. So we have a three-two minority. And that one sucks because it's like the minority from Sokka is now still in the minority. And it's just like, I feel like, that happened that's really this entire swap is like all the majorities stuck together and all the minorities swapped onto another minority and it was it just i was sucked. thinking that because like, i mean like ju crazy. justin and mason weren't like in the minority but they were clearly like on the bottom of that seven person conglomerate that you mm -hmm. can't even call an alliance and for them to just be together it was like yeah yeah okay. bottom to the bottom yeah. Okay, but the other tribe, you have Sokka that starts with Grace, Noah, and Tages from Old Sokka, Mason and Justin from Old Obsidian, and then Lindsay ends up joining that later. So that's all. Basically, like, 
almost everyone from that soccer alliance plus Mason and Justin, which again, yeah. that's just such a, like, what are you supposed to do on that? That sucks. Yeah. As someone who has uh, gotten the, so the squawk screwed uh, from the OSU mini. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, like, <laughs> Sophia, you can't just spoil it. I know. Season. I'm not spoiling season nine. I will not say anything about that. But the OSU mini is up and you can watch it. So you could go watch me get swap screwed and voted out. Um, and it's, it's, it's such a tough position because you just have to sit there and like fight for your life and just be like, please don't vote me out, please. And then they just like point at one of you and say, oh, no, you're the one to go. Yeah. And then on the Kopaka tribe, we have Ellie, Taylor, Lindsay, and Katie, all from uh, Old Obsidian. <laughs> And Ian from soccer. Now, I feel like this swap is, like, kind of boring, but the Kopaka tribe is just, like, the funniest possible combination you could have. I am obsessed with this tribe. <laughs> Me too. It's, like, four girls that are clearly all going to work together because they're all from the same tribe and have no reason not to work together. And then Ian Harris, who is just like, I love Ian, but I feel like of all people to put on this tribe, Ian is like the funniest person to put on this tribe. And immediately, it's Ian and the girlies in the pink. And Ian embraces it too. Ian's like, I love this color. It looks great on me. He picks the tribe name. Like, I mean, yeah, they played Octopus, it is whatever. And then my favorite part of this whole thing is just the fact that like he is so how do I say this? He's so outward about like how he's playing the game. Literally, like we'll get to this during the challenge. He's just like, why aren't you guys throwing it in front of his entire tribe? Which like, it's a little risky because that the, his whole tribe could just throw the challenge and get him out. He's so silly. I was like, but it's, they're my favorite. Like literally oh, I call like, them Ian and the girlies and they're in the pink. Like, it's my favorite. That would have been a good tribe name. I, I mean like, co, co, I, I, honestly, I really appreciated the whole segment of Kopaka. Like them, <laughs> we can get to that out. I guess we after we talk about the challenge, but it was just really funny. And I like when tribe names are like they have lore, and we got all the lore for it. And it was just really funny. Yeah. When when I first saw Kopaka like written out, like in like transitioning from the challenge, I honestly thought it was like Koopa Troopa. Um, I was like, <laughs> what? I thought this was like Kopaka and I was not expecting it to be like spelt that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wow, we're really following in this like Mario theme with the Yoshis and not that the Yoshis have done anything, but they were there for a little bit. And now- Oh, the, I was like, what are you talking about? And then it was <laughs> the like, oh, Yoshi scene, wall. One scene where <laughs> I think Jack <laughs> from a few episodes ago is in the Yoshi wall. It's, no, it's not an Michigan important stable. Scene. No, it, I mean, like, it's not an important scene, but any scene with the iconic Yoshi wall is important. Exactly. Thank you for validating that. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, okay, so for this swap, there's obviously 16 people and only three tribes, which means someone is going to be left out. It ends up being Lindsay, who gets to be the difference maker again for the second time. And she basically gets, like, the exact same thing she got this last time without the extra vote where she gets to pick idol clues except this time it's private mm -hmm. and i believe she gives it to ellie and um grace, grace. 
Yeah. I didn't recall the reasoning for Grace. Like, I think she was going to give it to Noah and then was like, oh, I just gave it to him. So let me give it to Grace instead. Yeah, I think so. She wanted okay. somebody like on her, the tribe she was swapping onto, but I don't know like exactly why Grace. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Like if you think you're allies with that person, it's good to get an ally to have an idol. So makes sense. It shows that you, they trust you. So I, that, like, I assume this is part of the reason why like Noah and Grace specifically are trusting Lindsay so much. Like she's literally handing them idol clues. Yeah. All the mm -hmm. time. Like every episode. Oh, constantly. <laughs> like literally <laughs> half of the episodes so far. And then she gives it to Ellie because like Lindsay ran into Ellie one time and got their number. Like I get it. Like sometimes it is like a like random decision, but this is a swap and it's like you could give it to two soccer people. Like give it to Ian. No one is going to know. Like honestly, the, now that I think about it, why didn't she give it to Ian? Like, I that think you had to give it. Sense. I thought what the rules was you had to give it to one old Sokka and one old Obsidian. Oh, okay. I yeah. I, yeah. I missed that rule. That makes a lot more sense because I was like, why wouldn't you just give it to two Sokka people? It's okay. Brady wearing the t-shirt in the outdoors of winter was distracting. I understand. <laughs> it, it was. It's like I just I could not. I honestly didn't even notice. Can we talk about that though? I didn't notice. Why was he wearing a t-shirt? It's it's Brady. I'm low key surprised he wasn't shirtless. <laughs> everybody was like <laughs> underdressed. Like everybody looked like they were cold <laughs> the whole episode. I I wonder because like you know not so, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but like for challenges in future seasons, like people will like wear fucking winter coats for every challenge, even if we don't tell them it's outside. Like people are gonna dress up. I wonder if they were just like, hey, it's an indoor challenge, and then they were like, just kidding. Yeah, that would I actually think, be funny. <laughs> that's how it was obviously MSU too. Like I I've I played in the winter and I wore a winter coat like the entire time I was in the game. The the whole time. You never saw yeah, me not like, in a winter coat. <laughs> yeah. I like honestly I didn't even notice they were maybe it just wasn't that cold. I don't know. Like Michigan weather cold. is weird as fuck. <laughs> there was snow on the ground. There, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I was not paying good attention, apparently, because I didn't notice a single flake of snow, but that's that's not important. Okay, so this was a fun challenge. They basically had to hold up a sandbag, and then after a certain amount of time, someone drops the sandbag, or someone hands the sandbag to someone else, and they keep doing that till there's, like, two people left. I assume they weren't going to one, because I don't know how you could hold all of those. Like, you could, but, like, it's just, like, getting a grip on them. Yeah, I feel like they, like, I'm sure production was probably, like, banking on the fact that four would be hard enough, like, let alone mm -hmm. three, that, like, people were eventually going to drop when more than two had to be in your hands. Yeah. Also, so, like, were these sandbags, like, in, like, Ziploc bags? It, it looked, looked like, like gallon it. bags. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay, at first I was thinking it was, I was like, oh no, they could like pop up. And then I realized it's probably one of the ones with like the thing that like you hold and it like, it wouldn't have fell off. So that's not an issue. Was it sand? Like I couldn't tell what it even was. Like was I would assume, they, I assume they just like grabbed that from the volleyball court and just like <laughs> filled up a bunch of bags. It's dirt. I had heard about this challenge before, and I like I was like, dang, like I didn't know we we had the budget for sandbags. That <laughs> makes a lot more sense. 
it's cool. Like, I mean, it ended up working. And I think it was a fun result. Like, my favorite favorite part, really the only part that's interesting, is Ian the entire time just yelling at Sokka to drop, and they just won't do it. And then they still end up losing. Yeah, it's it's just the case of Ian Harris, like, screaming the whole time during a challenge. And, I mean, that's got to get him voted out at some point. Like, if I was playing <laughs> with someone that was like, you guys need to drop, and, like, basically, like, showering his whole plan to, like, everyone, I would be like, what are we doing with this kid? Yeah, it's it's gutsy for sure to be, like, out there in front of everybody. Like, his, like... They said all you had to do is drop one sandbag to throw it. So like anybody on his tribe could have been like, okay, forget it. Like drop the bag. Like this guy mm-hmm. can go. Worked out for yeah. him though. Mm-hmm. No, on honestly, I think this makes sense for me in because like the first episode, we kind of he was like, oh, everyone's playing Survivor wrong, and we didn't really know like what that meant. And now I think we're getting a better glimpse into that. One of his you know things is like people should throw challenges. It's just like if it makes sense, do it. And you don't mm-hmm. see it that often, and when you do, usually people fuck it up somehow anyways. But Ian was straight up like, <laughs> throw the fucking challenge to save me. It makes no sense not to logically, so why aren't you doing it? And he did verbalize it, which I don't think is the right move. I think, first of all, everyone, like Sophia said, everyone is seeing you do this. If I'm on a tribe with someone like that, I'm fucking voting them out. If I'm not on a tribe with that person, I want to disassociate myself from that person as much as possible if i'm i don't even want to work with someone that's allied with him at this point because he's just constantly screaming about random shit or like trying to throw a challenge i'm like that's scary yeah i'm really anti-throwing challenges i don't know why like i i can't i like hate when people do it it drives me crazy i'm like no under no circumstance do we throw and like i understand sometimes people's logic like especially with a swap is like oh you can save somebody on your other track no, no, you never, I, I will never, never, ever, ever throw a challenge. I can't. No, like, see, I think it does make sense, but if Ian was so passionate about this, he should have got Sokka together and said, hey, whoever's in the majority when we swap, you should throw the challenge. That's fine, perfect. <laughs> but yeah. Ian just, like, <laughs> like, not telling them before and having to do it during the challenge where his tribe literally could just throw it and vote him out. It is so risky that I I guess I appreciate the fact that he tried to do it because like he very easily could have just got voted out. I think he was banking on the fact that his tribe was four obsidian people to the point mm-hmm. where like in his mind it's like if Ian gets voted out, then like who knows what's gonna happen technically, even though there is kind of a packing order. So in Ian's mind, it makes sense to do it because why are they gonna throw the challenge? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the people on Obsidian 2 are just so competitive that, like, <clears throat> and even when uh, Justin dropped, like, you could tell he was trying to save himself. Um, and Katie, too, like, Katie was like, I'm going to do it. I'm taking three. And was, like, ge- gearing up for it. Like, she was not going to drop. Mm-hmm. They're all just crazy competitive. I, I understand why they didn't drop. But it looked like a tough challenge. I was gonna I'm gonna say, be I honest. Wasn't, I wasn't sure how long it lasted, but like it sounded like it lasted a decent amount of time. 
Because there was a lot of segments about it. 30 minutes? Well, like At each, least. Yeah, each round was 10 minutes. Okay, then yeah, 30, 30 minutes. Because like I think Justin dropped the bag like as soon as they transitioned to the last stage that they reached. Yeah. Yeah, how do we know how heavy the bags were? Like they looked not light. <laughs> I'm trying to give a guesstimate. Um, like I've never lifted up a bag of sand, so I don't know. Like, I mean, sand can be heavy, especially if it's like if there's water in that. It's thing, wet. It can be even heavy, heavier, and mm -hmm. it, like it was hard to tell, but it kind of looked a little dark. So it might have been heavy, and I would assume that it was like relatively equal. Like they probably measured their weighted maybe i'm not sure but yeah i don't know how much it was but like even just putting your hand up for that long is difficult so yeah. holding a bag of sand is like plus the weight of your arms right yeah just yeah, imagine they you were know, if you're awkward you know, to hold digging in the sand i know because i was just like i don't even know if i'd be able to hold two of them because like <laughs> i've been fucking justin was like holding like Two or three in one hand, and I was like, "How are you doing that?" Yeah, that's and why he no wonder he dropped. <laughs> yeah, then he dropped, so it made sense. But okay, was there anything else in the challenge? I feel like there wasn't. Um, the only other thing I had was that uh, he like threw his sandbags, his sandbags on the ground when, um, like after Justin was out. Um, which means that New Obsidian doesn't get the advantage, but they were still stay safe from Tribal Council. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Which means Kopaka will have the advantage, which I'm happy with because that's <laughs> the one tribe I don't want to go to Tribal. They need to never go to Tribal Council, no. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, do, I, do I do wonder how long they're going to be in these tribes for. Because like, we're at Final 16 at this point before someone mm -hmm. gets voted out. And like, so we could see potentially like four people get voted out, maybe three, maybe five, probably somewhere within that range. Honestly, I'm I'm not sure because I feel like, if we're being honest, these swap tribes are like not super duper interesting in terms of like who's probably gonna go. So I'd mm -hmm. like emerge sooner than later, but I yeah. guess we'll have to like see. Yeah, All I right. was rooting very hard for Kopaka in that challenge. I was very, very happy. <laughs> yes. So after that challenge, we kind of get a look into Kopaka. They start with Ian explaining the Kopaka meaning, and they build Kopaka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I have written down is hashtag feminism plus Ian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those are my was... only notes. <laughs> that was all you wrote for this segment. I feel like it was a long segment. That that's totally was fine. Feminism plus Ian. It's so valid. I mean, the, really, that was the entire segment. I do. Yeah. Like a lot of it was we okay. We start with Ellie, and Ellie's like awesome. Um, I'm glad. I love my tribe. Girl power. I'm glad that we can show that. Um, like females can do this. I love that. That was super fun. Queen. And then Ali explains that they got the idol clue, except they could not they could not find um the idol. I, I was a little skeptical. It didn't look like they tried that hard. They were like, yeah, I looked and it wasn't there. And it was just like, mm, maybe you should look a little harder. Cause 
I feel like no one on Obsidian's really like looked that hard. We kept getting like Sokka stuff, but I don't mm-hmm. even know if the second idol clue for Obsidian was even found because we didn't hear anything about it during the tennis ball challenge. No. So Wait. Ellie was li- huh? No, I was gonna say, did they say they were given a picture? Like what did we see the idol clue? I think we did. Because I don't remember seeing it, but they literally said, I got a picture. And so, like, a picture of what? Like, where it was or, like, the whole area? For, I think I remember hearing about where this idol was hidden. And I think it was just literally, like, a picture, like, a map, maybe, of, like, a circle. Or it might have just been, like, yeah. It might have been a drawing as well. I was like, how easy would this have been to find? Like, were they Mm -hmm. really searching that hard? Or was it just, like yeah quick peruse and then gave up mm-hmm. i mean if in my mind if noah can find the idol with us the second clue that's not even a picture yeah i would assume that the third one's pretty easy and ellie was like yeah. i looked and it wasn't there which implies that there was a very specific location that it was supposed to be at i'm just wondering like <laughs> how much did ellie actually look yeah what are the odds that T-Rex randomly found the idol and just never filmed it? <laughs> <laughs> that would that'd be that'd be so funny. It's just like the next or like two episodes later we see T-Rex play an idol and then in the notes it just says footage not found for T-Rex finding the idol clue <laughs> or idol. And I'd be like, you can't even blame the editors. What are you supposed to do? But I, yeah. I doubt it. Like, do you think T-Rex is gonna look for an idol? I guess it is an adventure, so maybe he would appreciate that. I'm maybe. not sure. That's what I'm thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. But, okay, back to Kopaka. So after Ellie's perspective, we get a little from Taylor. Taylor is like, this is the perfect tribe. Three people from my life, or two other people, inclu- and then her, are on my tribe that um, I want to work with. We have Ellie, and I love Ellie, but Ellie's an easy boot after Ian. And we have Ian who's obviously an easy boo. And there's not really much discussion past that other than like Ian scares them. And like, I'm really worried that if they go to tribal, Ian is just absolutely screwed. Like, yeah. I think Ian's only like possibility of being saved is Noah giving him the idol. And I don't really see that happening, but like- No. Yeah, no. It's possible. But very, then, oh, you can go I was just there. gonna say, very low odds that that happens. Yeah, I will oh, say there is Ian about it, huh? About the idol, I don't oh, think so. I don't, no, think I think so. only Grace knows. Yeah, mm. I will say there's, I think there's one thing Ian can do. Wait, yeah, there's one thing Ian can do, and it goes on to the next part where Ian tells Noah that Katie and Georgia are, are dating. And yeah. I, I now see why George, who edited this season, waited to put it in episode four. I think he specifically wanted it to, like, go into the whole Kopaka and, like, um, what was it? See things normal people can't see and then go into that, which I thought was, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I thought it was a little fun little trick because, like, we got bits and pieces from the first two episodes or first three episodes of, like, what is this bomb that Ian's about to drop? And it was that George and Katie are dating. Were they like dating, dating at that time? Like, 
since I'm obviously like I don't know everybody, so I'm just watching from like a perspective of like, mm -hmm. were they really dating or were they just kind of like talking at that time? I don't know because like, so as far as I can tell, like in the episodes, the most we get is George saying they're practically dating. Okay. Which I would guess oh. it's not. It's not like they're just talking. Like they're definitely like <laughs> there's a lot going on. It's yeah. probably just not like official official. But especially, like, when you're playing Survivor, maybe, like, maybe they didn't want to make it official during it. I'm not sure. But, like, for simplicity's sake, they're dating. Yeah. Messy, messy. From, from my understanding, they were talking before the game started. Mm. And yeah. I think, like, early stages of the game, it was they were becoming closer, at, but they didn't become official until, like, a few weeks in, I think. But... I think that like clip of like George saying they were practically dating was probably like soon followed by making it official. Mm, but obviously it's hard to tell your whole friend group when your whole friend group is connected to Ian Harris, who's in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because Ian was like, oh whoops, I flipped the wrong page. Ian was talking about how like um the way he found out was through his friend John and like John is friends with Katie and obviously um Ian's friends with Katie and like his whole friend group is just like it's very survivory. Like I I John's never played Survivor, but I know who John I've met John before, and I'm just mm -hmm. like I it's really funny that that's how he found out. Yeah, I like could just like imagine um because John is not uh John has probably been mentioned here and there throughout the seasons because he's just he lives with Cooper and Ian, so like mm -hmm. obviously he's gonna have some bit of a character but it's just so funny to think about like any college kid like being woken up at 3 a.m to their roommate screaming about something happening like just picturing that in my head i was mm -hmm. like what would i do if one of my roommates was doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but good on ian for figuring it out it's hard it's tough to tell if it was really difficult for him to figure it out or not like I feel like he was going to figure it out one way or the other. Like clearly Katie and John are good friends. And I feel like it was, it was just going to happen. Like, like what happens if, um, if Ian goes to Rick's with them, like he would have figured it out. Like, I feel like it was bound to happen, but good on Ian for not like telling every single person immediately. He tells Noah, the only other producer that's obviously not involved in that. Hopefully, <laughs> and, <laughs> and by telling Noah, there's like some more trust built with Noah. But like, I don't see like everyone on fraud controlling this game. Like, I think like it's gonna blow up. I just don't know when or how. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um, and this obviously obviously are the seeds of like chaos to ensue yeah and, something's up yeah and like i was saying i think the only way ian really could save himself is if he feels like he has no other way and is ready to drop the katie bomb and basically like push not even push katie in front of a bus but like push katie in front of a bus that's going off of a cliff into like a <laughs> pond of alligators like you're basically like <laughs> destroying katie's entire game by doing that now, would they vote her out? I don't, I don't know. Like, that, uh, probably not. Like, I feel like they would, like, vote Ian out and then deal with it later. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do feel like 
in Ian's mind, like that's he doesn't even seem that worried about his tribe. Like he we get this entire segment and not once is he like, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. He's just like, I told Sokka to throw the tri- the tribe and they or throw the challenge and they didn't. And and then he goes on about Bionicle for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I like knew about Bionicles, but it mm-hmm. was very much like, oh, like like Bakugans because Bakugans were objectively cooler because yeah. you could bring them to school so easily right. <laughs> like your little friends I I agree yeah I literally my brother got Bakugan for Christmas and they're literally just sitting like on the table <laughs> oh my god that's great I had to move all of them because I'm in my brother's room right now so I had to move them all off the desk <laughs> I can film. and then you said Bakugan I was like you're like, wait. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but, uh, but I agree, Sophia. Bakugan are indeed cooler than Bionicle. You heard it here first, Ian. <laughs> sorry, Ian. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it. only way I see that, like, Ian being able to really blow up her game with that is, like, if somehow they don't go to tribal at all and then we merge and he says that and then I feel like things, like, they're all everything's all over, like, shit hits a fan, like, it's over. Yeah. That's definitely a possibility. And honestly, I hope they don't go to tribal at all, like... You do. I, I don't, like, come on. Like, they, we have, like, really, like, five of my favorite characters all in one tribe. And if Literally. any of them go, I'm just gonna, like, cry. Even if it's not Ian, like... I yeah. don't want to see anyone go. So hopefully they can win out. But that also sucks because I like the other two tribes too. So like there's no one I really want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anything else? Nice. Oh, sorry, Sophia. I was gonna move on to the next segment and Perfect, just say it's nice to ask. see that Luke and Emily aren't going to tribal for the first time. Yes. I know that's rough. They went to three tribals in a row. That's like a lot of tribals to go to. Yeah. So early in the game, that's like so exhausting. And like you're just trying to get to know these people, but then also you got to vote them out and there's no room to breathe. So yeah. give this nice uh, confessional about like, you know, how it's nice to like take a break for the first time. Um, but she definitely wants to get like a better jump on working with the, with the old Obsidian people. <sighs> And she kind of implies that she is willing and ready to move on from Sokka because mm. she's been on the bottom of that tribe for the whole yeah. game. And I, I think that's like the angle that you have to like go because clearly Emily doesn't really want to work with Luke. They've been like on the same side, but it's mostly just because they were both on the bottom for completely different reasons. And Emily yeah. realizes the mistake that she made on Sokka, which was not talking to people. So I'm I'm worried she's gonna overcorrect and talk to too many people. But at least she's talking to people. So I yeah. think if if she like can talk to people before Luke can, good on her. We don't really get much more from Emily besides that. So we don't know like if there even are any relationships on this tribe with Emily or with Luke. Maybe we'll get to them next episode. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to get another double tribal soon. Um, or maybe even a triple tribal. Triple tribal. Um, no. I, no, don't that say that. No. Oh, but imagine if Ian wins immunity. That would be, I'd, I'd be okay with that. That'd Not be really chaotic. Like, 
that would be crazy but like yeah. it's, it's a possibility yeah but yeah we get that segment from ellie or not from ellie from emily and then we also get a segment from luke kind of like basically he's he doesn't really talk about that much he's just happy that he's not going to tribal but he he mentioned like basically they show him talking to ian of all people and yeah. i i really find it interesting that like luke literally tried to target ian and then like said never mind i'm targeting noah it all backfired and didn't work and then like luke is just like ah don't worry about it it's fine and then it's still working with ian and like there's no way that ian really like believes this right no way there's no way he trusts him absolutely not no it it, it just feels weird because like it's also hurting ian now because george is literally talking about how ian is like he's a lot to handle and he's like close to luke because they were buddy buddy during the challenge and it's like that's not even really ian's fault because i feel like luke is like the one kind of initiating it but it it's just like i don't know what i like good for luke at least he's trying to rebuild those relationships but like i just don't think it's gonna work oh yeah but the banter is a two-way street ian plays into it so much <laughs> that's he true loves that. yeah <laughs> um, yeah that, that's so so fair that's true oh pink's a nice color on you ian and then he goes oh thank you i agree <laughs> like <laughs> you two are two peas in a pod mm -hmm. yeah that's okay true. but like the thing is like that's not even a reason to call luke and ian close like george was 100 percent right about like <laughs> the fact that they were talking but like that specific thing was like maybe maybe he was talking about something else but like it just showed that because they didn't have it like the specific that's yeah. probably what it was but yeah good call good call on george he is right and i'm not sure what george is going to do on his tribe we have who are the other people it's t-rex and, and jack t-rex and jack he was very close with jack mm -hmm. not super close with t-rex i think it probably is an easy luke or emily boot but it's not impossible for them to maybe turn on t-rex but like you're also just in such a tough spot afterwards that like I don't know if you'd want to risk that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're George, like, and Luke and or Emily come uh, comes up to you with a good pitch for T-Rex, like, someone who the whole Obsidian tribe has basically said, oh, yeah, if he didn't win, we would have voted him out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's a non-zero chance that those two duos pair up and vote t-rex out if they have to go to tribal it's definitely not not impossible it's just so dangerous because then you're like you have to rely on luke or emily like willing to flip mm -hmm. on one another and they're i think they would be down actually maybe they wouldn't be down numbers i don't want to do the math right now but like <laughs> either way i like i think that's such a tough thing to bank on but we will see. Hopefully, they maybe do it. Like, I love T Rex, but you know, when you don't show up the tribal, it's hard to root for you. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> he was just yeah. gone. Okay. Anything else from New Obsidian? We didn't really get that much. I think the dynamics are like pretty clear. Like, it's Obsidian versus Sokka pretty much on every single tribe. And there, yeah. that's the one thing is there doesn't really seem to be too many people that are like trying to build these relationships. Like it's very like set in stone, like this tribe versus this tribe. I'm hoping that especially with like 
these um, relationships from Prod and like Taylor knowing Noah. I hope these come into play because like we've had them set up. I don't think it's really going to be Sokka versus Obsidian, especially come Merge. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope so because that like right now it feels very like we know what's going to happen. I do. I think it's going to, I can feel the buildup happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I don't think there's anything else in New Obsidian, so we can basically get to Tribal. Tribal? Well, before Tribal, we have all the- Well, like, okay, but what I meant is, what I meant was, like, Sokka leading up to Tribal, Sophia. It was implied. Yeah. <laughs> Roger is just too eager to see Mason go home. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. He's like, I'm goodbye. Dead. So I was like, finally. <laughs> Though, to know, no, that's not true. These past two episodes, we've seen iconic women from this season go. That I'm like, wow, Mason's the first man to be voted out. But no, Jay. Jay oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, true. Okay, so now we're three women down and two men down. Yes. So a little, a little better. But like... Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. the women from last episode. Oh. <laughs> I was so sorry. R.I.P. all the women. Like No, for real. Abby. Oh, Abby's still... I'm Abby! Like, so hot. That was, a, that was a rough episode. And then Anna so and Stephanie terrible. in the same episode... Like, I'm sorry. That was tragedy. I was not happy. Tragedy. Mason going was not. I don't know what I was going about. Mason going roast him! Not... Roast him! Roast him! I'm not gonna roast. He just got voted out, Sophia. Like three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. <laughs> okay, but he had right. to read. He just had to relive it. Give him a break. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Okay, anyways, we're not even at tribal yet, Sophia. You're too <laughs> eager, I guess. Wow. Anyways, so um, we get Justin. That's kind of the first perspective we get. And Justin's like, fuck, I'm, we're screwed. Like, I'm on a minority tribe with my closest ally that I don't want to turn on. What do I do? Yeah. And it, like, the consensus from both of them is to just turn on each other and meet. Like, it doesn't even sound like they even considered, like, trying to flip people. Which, I, like, here's the thing. If it was a five-person tribe, it would have been totally worth the effort for the one yeah. person. That's all you have to do. A six-person tribe is just, like, what are you going to do? They can split the votes, like, because you, you're not going to have two idols. You basically, like, you're, you're fucked. At that point, Yeah. the only thing you can do is go for the other person. Like, really, there is no other thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks, because Justin and Mason had this good, they had this good bromance going. Like, the good, mm -hmm. like, senior freshman Ross Hole bromance. <laughs> <laughs> but, they yeah, unfo unfortunately, it sounds like Justin found a new man. A new, another Ross Hole man in Tages. Oh, wow. Him and Tages are talking, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're not close friends, but we know each other, so I think we should work together. And then by the end, they're like, yeah, final two. And then they yeah, like, throw like, down. Was like, Tages was so excited. Like, Tages sounded like this was, like, his first, like, final two he's ever received. He's like, yeah, let's go. And then they, like, do a little, you know, bro five, and then, like, like, I feel like if, if there's any reason that Justin stayed over Mason, it might just be because he knew Tages. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, in my mind, because we never got, like, a justification of why they picked Mason over Dustin. 
And if I had a pick a reason, I guess Tay just was like, yeah, like maybe pushing for Mason a little bit more, and that's what led to it. Yeah. Tages also just looked like I don't know why, but every time there's like an alliance meeting with like that group of five, um, Tages just looks so sad, and he looked happy when he was talking to Justin. And I was like, Tages, it's time to move on. We have to go for things that make you happy. <laughs> yeah, I like do wonder if this Tages Justin thing is even gonna mean anything because if they lose again, like. I imagine it's just gonna be Justin. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the only thing you can do if you're Justin is go to, I mean, first of all, you'd have to recognize that Grace and Noah are like a clear pair. And if you recognize that, then you go to Lindsay and you go to Tages and you say, hey, like, if I go, one of you guys are probably gonna go next. And even if that's not true, like your Grace and Noah are this clear pair that are working together. Like they probably have an idol because well, I guess Justin doesn't know that, but like I think just mm, if Justin knows Noah has the second clue, that's another thing can be like, hey, Noah found this idol clue. Like yeah. there's a good chance that he may might have found the idol. And Lindsay mind and Lindsay's mind that'll click, oh, Grace has the third clue. They def Lindsay has to assume they have the idol at this point, right? Like Yeah. The weird thing about Lindsay like sharing the idol clue with Noah and sharing the idol clue with Grace is like I don't even know if they're showing Lindsay the idol clue. Like Lin when Lindsay talked about the when Lindsay talked about the idol clue in front of all of them, she was like, Yeah, Grace, you got the idol clue. If I'm Grace, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Lindsay. I'm like, cause like she just told everyone, which is fine, but like I couldn't tell if Grace actually received the idol clue or if like she was lying because it sounded like she didn't yeah. receive it. That's but what I was going to say. She seemed confused. <laughs> I was like, what is which, happening? So like if she got the idol clue afterwards, that's that's good. If not, like I'd be so annoyed if like fucking Lindsay was just telling everyone, yeah, like you got the idol clue, Grace. And I'd be like, what are you talking about, Lindsay? I have no idea. <laughs> what? Guys. What? But, like, yeah. if Grace already did have the idol clue, great job. She lied so well, like, that I yeah. actually, like, I'm, I'm under the belief that she didn't actually have it, but, like, I have no idea. Yeah, same. But, like, it doesn't matter, because Noah has the idol clue, so, like, or, sorry, Noah has the idol, so Grace is just, like, okay, like, yeah, this whatever. is whatever, not that important. Oh, yeah. Um... But after that, it's the the Justin train keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a pretty good conversation with Grace, um, and we sort of transition out of the Justin to like more of a Grace narration. And both of them seem to really like each other. Um, just after getting to know for the first time, I just have that they hit it off really well. Yeah. Any other thoughts? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What I find funny is like right after that conversation, it's just Mason talking to Grace, and it's mm-hmm. they seem to both like realize where the power is at, which just makes it so hard for Justin and Mason because I feel like they're if they were with someone like T Rex or something, they'd be fine. But yeah, you have like two of the most strategy heavy people, and they're yeah. both trying to game how to get their closest ally out of the game. Ow. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, that sucks. And like like technically like the best way to go about this is like 
if you really want to save yourself, you want to make your ally think that you have a way to like get out of it and have them vote someone else and then you vote them out and then they go like yeah. three, two, one. But like it was very clear that Justin and Mason were just there was no path forward and there was no tricking these people like I almost said Jason. Mason and Justin are very, very smart. And like they know that they have to vote each other. So at this point, it's just like they're going after each other. And it sounds like they both think that going through Grace is probably like the best way. I think Mason said, uh, when I'm talking to Grace, I'm talking to everyone. And I thought yeah. that was that was like yeah. a really smart way to look at it. And I assume he thinks about he thinks that about like pretty much everyone on that alliance like if you're talking to one of them you're talking to all of them so you it is risky to like throw someone under the bus at all which i don't think either of them really did but um i don't know i feel like this whole the whole segment was just them going after each other like there wasn't like much else besides they both try one of them succeeds and it's tough to really tell why other than Davis. did they talk to each other did did they show that I don't remember. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think they, so either. I'm, I'm sure they texted and was just like, yeah, like I, I get it. Like I think they really like they knew what was happening and there was they don't need to waste time going to each other and be like, so I'm voting you. Yeah, I'm voting you too. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would have been screwed. kind of pointless. <laughs> I would I would have liked the like war screwed segment. That would have been fun. Like if yeah. you're gonna be screwed, at least like you know, get together one last time. We didn't even get At least film it. We need content. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like, yeah, it's over here. Grace is in, like, a great spot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's, really, I mean, yeah, like, she's so set up. I'm worried that, like, people are going to see her as too big of a threat. Because clearly Mason and Justin both were able to pick that out, that she's controlling the tribe. But she's like, every single person on Sokka pretty much wanted to work with her. Now every single person on this tribe wants to work with her. Like, even if um, Justin or Mason survive, or sorry, Mason's out. If Justin survives, like, I think that he's going to want to work with Grace now. And that's another Mm -hmm. weapon for Grace. She knows where the idol, or one of the idols is. She doesn't have it. But honestly, sometimes it's better to just know who has it rather than have to, like, worry about having the target of having the idol. Grace doesn't have it. She has the weapon to tell any single person no one has the idol at any time. I don't think she will, because clearly that's her her closest ally. But I'm interested to see how that um, develops. Yeah, and she has, you know, the possibility that Noah plays it on her also at mm-hmm. any time. Like, they're that close that, like, she is in, like, a really good spot. Yeah, and we, have, we haven't we have even, like, gotten anything about Noah and Grace starting to, like, this just seems like, like a pair that it's going to take each other, like, to the end, if not, yeah. like, right before the end, which honestly is, like, the perfect ally. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. She uses a good Nemo reference to put it at best. I don't think she if she knew she did this purposefully quoting Nemo, but she said the sun is shining, the tank is clean. And um I don't know if that's a Nemo reference or if it was if you remember that TikTok sound is like sun is shining, the tank is clean, <gasps> the tank is clean. That's and- from that is that from Nemo or is that from a different Disney movie? Could be from Finding Dory. 
I have no idea. I, I know it's from a Disney movie. It is from a Disney movie for sure. My gut instinct was Nemo. What's the new? It was like a newer one. I thought it was from. I can't remember. It was like one within like probably right around 2020. Yeah, it's 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 from Finding Nemo. Okay. But what? But what? I don't know what this movie was. Someone fact check that. I literally just looked it up, Sophia. What do you think I was doing? Oh. I was fact checking it. Do you think I just sat here for a minute knowing the answer and then said, yeah, it's from Finding Nemo? <laughs> Whatever. Well, someone fact check it because apparently I'm not good enough for Sophia. No, I believe you. Um, okay. Can we get the tribal? Because I just. Oh, I guess the the only other thing is like I feel like we got more strategy from Mason than Justin. Like Justin was like, I'm talking to everyone. Yeah. Mason had a more clear plan. He was basically trying to tell people that um Justin was going to like go after Noah, I guess. Like for mm-hmm. no reason. Why? Oh, it was it was because like Justin had all the information about fraud and like I yes. think Mason was kind of trying to like scare them into thinking that Justin's gonna go after Mason or go after Noah. Didn't really seem to do much. Like if anything, yeah. that might just scare Noah because Noah's like, well, I don't know if Justin's actually throwing my name out there, but Mason is saying my name is out there. And instead of connecting it to Justin, he just connects it to Mason and is like, let's get Mason out of here. Because if we keep Mason in the game, Mason is gonna tell other people that no that my name's out there. So a good try on Mason. Like I appreciate the effort. And then it he looks for the idol at least. Mm-hmm. He brought tools to chip away at the ice. <laughs> Which is yeah, that's fair. Like I thought that was gonna, funny. If you're gonna look for an idol, you don't want to do it with your bare hands. It's mission. He was it's ready. Cool. Like yeah, you you don't know where you're reaching into sometimes. There's just like you sometimes you reach into holes. You don't know what's in there. Get them. Yeah. There's ice. Like totally makes sense. And what's so funny, Zovia? <laughs> I just go to the worst place. You know I have the humor of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. <laughs> that's all I'll say from there. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, tribal. We've made it. Yeah, so it's they don't even hide that it's Justin and Mason, which, like, seems to be, like, I don't know why, I guess, for whatever reason, in these tribals, they're very, like, this is what's happening. Which is, yeah. can be fun sometimes, but when it's just, like, so obvious, it's like, okay, like, maybe maybe leave it a little more mysterious. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> Grace is basically, yeah, sucks for them, but I'm on, I'm, I'm amazing spot right now. Which I just thought was funny. I was like, yeah. Grace. like, you're in a great spot. She is. She's like, she, she tried to use a word that Ian taught her, but she didn't so even funny. pronounce it. She's like, obiquitous. And then she's like, I don't even know what that word means. I just, Ian told it to me to use it. And then Brady's like, really? And she's like, yeah. What was the word? What was the word? I don't even know. Like, oh, am I dumb? Obiquitous. I don't know what it oh. means. Obiquity? Obiquitous. I don't like, know what that means. <laughs> I feel like I like it doesn't sound weird if you use it in a sentence, but I can't tell you what it means. But like I get the vibe. I can't describe the vibe. 
Okay. Yeah. We'll have someone fact check that later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, none of the... I looked up the definite... Oh, wait, that was oblique, not oblique. <laughs> okay, obliquious, that's what it is. I'm fact-checking it now. I'm the KY deal fact-checker, I guess. Thank you, Roger. Um, that's your new official title. Did I have an old official title? Co-host. <laughs> Fair. Um, well, okay, Bing is not doing it. Bing, why did you use Google? That's your first problem. Okay, well, I'm sorry. My This is a new Bing? laptop. I haven't set the default browser yet to Google because I've been very busy with KYTL. <laughs> okay, very I'm looking it up right now. Nope. I literally can't find it. It doesn't I don't exist. Even, I think Ian made up a bunch of words to make Grace look stupid. That's my theory. I think it's a good theory. I just knocked my desk. Honestly, it does sound like something Ian would do. Like, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Let's make up a fake word because it's fun. <laughs> um, and, and then take. The wait, Sophia, that can be the question of the day. What fake word would you tell Grace to use? <laughs> I like that. Okay. Question. Go on. I was just going to say, there is another Tejas bit where he's just like, I hate obsidian. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, well, not you guys, but everyone else. I hate like, everyone else. Tejas just is so very, like, pro Sokka. It's really funny. Especially considering, like, he's, he knows Justin. So, like, clearly <laughs> I know he too, has, apparently. Yeah, but he, but he hates obsidian, Sophia. So, I don't know. Yeah. Lindsay explains why she picked Sokka, because... It was a three-two. It was everyone in her alliance. I don't think she said that specifically, but like, made a lot of sense for her to pick that tribe. And then Noah basically talks about how throwing is stupid, and there was no reason to throw the challenge. Which you know, I thought that was funny that he's just like, yeah, no, we we weren't throwing the challenge. Obviously, we lost, but like, that would have been dumb. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Like wanted to like compete in the challenge and like he wasn't just gonna listen to ian which i think is good because it's sort of like just shows that ian is just kind of saying stuff and like talking out of his ass just being like guys you should throw and even though he had like good intentions behind his his yelling um or like good ideas uh i think it's good to show that you're still like a competitor in the challenge mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah, I think it would have been bad if they had thrown it based off of what, like, if they had thrown it without Ian's yelling, I don't think it would have been a big deal. But I think with the combination of the two, I think it would have just put a target on, like, all of them. Yeah, I feel like even, it, like, I, at some point, if so if Sokka does throw this challenge, they're, like, um, Obsidian, specifically Taylor, Katie, Lindsay, and Ellie are all going to be like, well, if they're going to throw a challenge, then we can throw a challenge, too, and then throw the challenge and get Ian off. Like, yeah. So it's probably a good thing for Ian that they didn't throw the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But anyways, I don't think really there's anything else until the vote. No, okay, yeah. So the votes are red. It's 3-3 three, three to tie. Obviously, the four-person alliance split the votes. Justin and Mason voted each other. It's a revote. And in the revote, Mason goes home, I assume unanimously. I. Yeah. yeah. As soon as Mason went home, I like stopped watching. But we did get a great <laughs> exit from Mason. 
where he was like, you guys suck. I was being honest. I was true to my word. Why did you do that? And just like walks out, doesn't hug them or anything. And I got to say, like, good job, Mason. I hate when people butter everyone up and be like, oh, it was fun playing with you guys. No, it wasn't. Sometimes it wasn't fun playing with you guys. And Mason is honest and is just like, there was no reason for you to do that. Which, like, realistically, like, I think to them it was, like, apples and oranges. Like, it didn't really matter if they saved Justin or Mason. But, like, to mm-hmm. Mason, like, he's been waiting to play this. Like, well, I don't know if he's been waiting. But he was excited to play this game. And, like, he got taken away from him. He's pissed and he shares that emotion. And it gives a great exit. Yeah, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, 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 there was – oh, sorry, Sophia. I was just going to say, like, like no one looked like shocked at like how angry mason was or maybe it was just me like sitting in my own shock of being like oh my gosh like we didn't get a ton of screen time but obviously you could tell he cared so much about this game and he loves it so much that Mm -hmm. his anger is valid but from the perspective of like a fellow player i would have been like oh my god like he's really hurt by this yeah yeah, maybe I guess like maybe they're just like this makes sense for Mason. Like, yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I maybe they're just so taken aback that they're not even like oh like they're aware that's happening obviously, but they're not like present enough to be like what is happening. Yeah. Okay, that that's the episode. I was there anything interesting in the next time on Survivor? I like didn't watch that. I think next week is the scavenger hunt. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. That that's true because I know Mason gets voted out right before the scavenger hunt because he really wanted to do the scavenger hunt. Yeah, and Dad. there was a really funny clip of uh, Luke and George kiss under the arch, and that was a that's a yeah. classic Survivor Michigan scavenger hunt uh, task. Okay, is there any any final thoughts about the episode? I have one thing that I like completely forgot to talk about. I really liked this episode. I mean, even though it was a straightforward episode, I think the swap tribes are interesting to like mm. an extent of like how is the randomness? I well, it's interesting in the fact that like this happened randomly. Like they yeah. didn't choose these tribes, even though mm-hmm. it looks so carefully picked. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's very like it looks like someone purposely put the minority on like both tribes onto another minority to see what would happen. Obviously, that's not what happened, but like it looks like someone did that on purpose. Yeah, that's true. Okay, the one thing I wanted to talk about, just because I I thought it was funny and I feel like it was intentional, was back when they were talking about um Kopaka, the Bionicle. They were talking about masks, and there was a really oh, funny yeah? quote. There was a great quote from someone. Let me find where it was. Ah, it was, oh yeah, it was like, oh, we we really need masks. And then, and for those that don't know, this is filmed in 2020, right before COVID. So maybe a little bit of foreshadowing happening there. Here, here. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, we can make them or something. And I was like, <laughs> that oh, no. was. Like, those are going to come in handy later. Yeah. They're, f- like, full face, like. <laughs> I really hope, like, next tribal they all, or next challenge they show up in, like, Kopaka masks or something crazy. <laughs> A hazmat mask, like. That would be so funny. Yeah, that'd be silly. I, if, I think we all, like, shared our thoughts. Yeah, well, I gotta think of my question, because, Roger, you had your question, what fake word would you make up? 
Oh, yeah, but if my you, question's always related to Survivor. Yours is just like some random like. I like to I like to know what the viewers are thinking. I need to connect <laughs> to them. Okay. Did you pick? Did um, you ever pick an official ooh. name for your turtle? Or whatever it was. I just want you to get the name that Chloe gave. Oh, you're so right. You did say that. Yeah. For for viewers at home who haven't seen, this is Wilbur. Um, Wilbur. I'm obsessed. He's he's a little turtle that I found at the beginning of my sophomore year, uh, and he's lived in my phone ever since. Um, I actually do have a question though. That this is this is really good, and it has to do. It relates to our lovely our lovely guest Ava. Um, so we have this little frog here. It's really important for our lore. Uh, as it was my basically my character in our little Michigan michigan state mini that we did over the summer um but i need i need viewers at home that are on the youtube side for our podcast listeners i'm so sorry i have a picture of a frog wearing a crown uh what would you name our little frog king frog so Bia, you can't make yes. that you, you can't ask the same question over and over it's again. not the same question it's can you okay fine 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 I'm naming okay. it Froger. I'm naming it Froger. Froger, please. Very different question. So different. You're right. It's it's a frog, not a turtle. I my bad. <laughs> Dude, when you when you showed that, it took me a second to remember what you were talking about. I also couldn't tell what it was. Like the crown and like the frog was like blended in together. So I was like, what the fuck are you showing? <laughs> <laughs> I, you were like, I played as a frog. I was like, you did not play as a frog, Sophia. And then I was like, Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Well, like, you weren't frog. You were <laughs> Sophia. That's but, like true. your profile picture was a frog. So now, like, I get it. Exactly. And she dressed exactly. up as Frog King for finale. For final tribal. Yeah. <laughs> I was not a final tribal. I... She had a whole outfit and everything. It was fabulous. <laughs> that's that's funny. Thank you, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ava, do you have anything you want to say or promote? I love that you're gesturing up to me. I, I do that all the time. Like I but I always do it somehow, wait, no wait, matter which wait. way I do it, I yeah. always do it the wrong way. I'll go no, wait, like this, what? and I'll be like, fuck. Yeah, you wait, what? I'll be like, oh, That's so fuck, good. I meant to point up. Like That's so silly. Yeah, that is throwing me off. Like my hand is flipped. Mm -hmm. Why is my hand over here? Anyway, yeah. it's so goofy like that. But it's good because if you have text on a shirt, like you can read it. That's true. I have my Taylor Swift shirt on. Yes! For sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> I did it for Sophia. No, I like Thank you, Ava. Too, Ava. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Roger. <laughs> this is crazy. Now you're double teamed. You're going to be replaced, actually. I'm transferring and replacing you. <laughs> Damn. Okay, fine. You're fact checker now and no longer co host. Yeah. So, okay, as long as they still get to be fact checker, that's all I care about. <laughs> oh, of yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. The only thing I can promote is Survivor MSU, but we haven't started releasing our first season yet. So, when right. that comes out, please watch it. Embarrassing. They haven't even released a season yet. I know. I guess we're just better. We also started way after you guys. <laughs> they don't even know that. Oh, true. 
We were not around in 2020. MSU did not. MSU Survivor did not exist. I feel like that's on you guys. Like, come on, Ava. Why didn't Why didn't you Why weren't you born like five years earlier and spell it? That's I know. All the way from Vegas, I should have just like given Mm -hmm, vibes to Mm -hmm. MSU to start it. (laughs) Exactly. Just. Could have just sent me a message. Yeah, this is on you. No one it else. You specifically. This is your fault. My fault. I'll never forgive you. Shoot. Dang. <laughs> here first, folks. Roger will never forgive you. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm gonna beef with every single one of our guests. I don't think it matters who it is. <laughs> you beef with me. <laughs> <laughs> surprising you what i need to do is find someone else that'll beef with you because ava didn't she like immediately kicked me off the podcast and was like <laughs> i'm with sophia now so like, really ava started it yeah sorry i, I gotta yeah. i gotta go girl power all the time that's why that's why i'm obsessed with the pink tribe because okay true 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 hey at least you're not a bad feminist like katie <laughs> that was really funny Ooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was she had that ready. I think I almost this is this sounds bad to say, but I feel like she was waiting to vote out a woman just so she could like pick the book up. She's like, I don't want to, but if I have to, like I do have I have a funny joke. She's ready. It was sitting right next to her building <laughs> setup. She was like, I didn't want to do this, but I can. And she did. And it was funny. She did. It was it was great. Oh yeah. Well, we have made it to the end. I'd like to thank everyone that made it here to the end. Friends of the podcast, we love you. Um, and we hope you'll stick around for another episode. Um, mm-hmm. I know that the regular season is on a break, but there is some bonus content for you all to enjoy. Yes. And I know. And we may or may not have an exit interview coming up soon. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. <laughs>